Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Hey, everybody, it's me, Julianne Hartman, and my teaching today, which is, I thought I was crazy. And the reason why I say that is, you know, it's interesting. I had a few teachings in my head swirling around. I kept going back to this other teaching that I thought you wanted, that the Lord wanted me to talk to you about. But he keeps bringing it back to this. I thought I was crazy. And what that means is this. Um, experiencing all the symptoms that I had and all of the, just the crazy stuff that was going on in my life back in 2008. I felt so alone and just so isolated that I thought that I was the only one experiencing something like this. I thought it was just me. I thought that it was literally that I, that I was like losing my mind at times. And so I just want you to know that you are not alone out there. You might feel isolated, but you're not. You have a family here with Healing Journeys Today that is speaking to you daily. You know, sometimes husbands and wives don't even speak that much to each other. That's a joke. Well, it's actually true. Some of it is true. But um, but that's not who we are. We are the ones that are uh, reaching out to you as a family member every single day. And um, it's just, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It really is. And it's just, God, it just blows me away with all the things that he does. And so... I wanted to read something to you that's really important to me. On Sunday, uh, we the Lord instructed me. We do what we call church in the park. Sunday, the Lord told me to sit with him and let him literally highlight scriptures, 20 scriptures, and put them inside Easter eggs with some chocolate, of course, and then randomly pass them out to the people. And uh, it just so happened we had 20 people, so it worked out great and randomly pass them out in whatever scripture, I'm, I'm sorry, and then type up the scripture, you know, fold it up and put it in their Easter egg. And whatever scripture they got was what we were to pray over in their life. And my gosh, it was just amazing what happened. I mean, just, that's why I was saying that when you follow what God says, you cannot lose. You can only win. You can only have success in your life. You can only have the abundance of what Jesus died for us to have really seriously. But what I love is mine was Matthew 16, 19. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. That scripture is pretty powerful. And what I love about it the most is, the reason why I said in my, my title, I thought I was crazy, was because I was reading the word, but I wasn't seeing the results of the word. I was reading it, I was speaking it, but I wasn't seeing the results. The reason why I really, well, the main reason why is because I was waiting for God to do all of it. I was waiting for him to heal me. 
I was waiting for him to set me free. I was waiting for him to do an inner heart healing as well. I was waiting, do you hear what I'm saying? Things that he already did, but that he told us to do. Do you understand that? You know, the, uh, what happens is that we sit here at times and we say, God, uh, don't you, like, like, let's say I'm going to be praying for somebody. God, please heal my friend Beth. God, please heal her. He's like, wait a minute. So it's, I'm here with Christ in me. Beth is here. God is here. So I'm saying, God, please heal Beth. When God said, I gave you the authority. I gave you the power over all the works of the enemy. I told you to go out throughout the world, preach the gospel, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers. It's his power working through me. It has to be that way because he already set the precedence of what it's supposed to be on this earth, that we were the ones that were doing this, not God. God originally, but us now. God originally working through us now is what heals. Do you understand that? Um, that's really important because, let me see, we know that we must, and I mean we must, get an understanding of this. We have so many other understandings. We have understandings of what the world says. We have understandings of what the doctors say. We have understandings about what our best friend said. We have understanding of a lot of things. You know, we are in a really weird time right now in our life with the whole pandemic that happened, you know, and everything that has gone along with it. And it's so sad because I know so many people that have lost so many friends and relatives, not losing them, meaning that we don't talk anymore, which is so, oh my God, that's so upsetting because it doesn't have to be that way. We are one body under one God. So why are we all literally dispersed in every different area? And it's crazy because... When are we going to become the body and not separated from the body? When are we going to start literally believing the same thing like all of us? You know, that's why I'm, this year has been my all-out attack on bad doctrine. And yes, yes, I mean the bad doctrine that's coming from the pulpit. Absolutely. That's really bad doctrine. And it does come from the pulpit, unfortunately. And most pastors, and I mean this, 99% of pastors, there's that 1% that are warriors that are willing to step out. But 99% of pastors are literally wimping out. They're not talking. They're not speaking truth. You know, when someone dies in a congregation, um, for some reason, churches now stop teaching about healing, and it's awful because my, my Bible does not say to stop going throughout the world preaching the gospel. The gospel is also healing. Why? 
healing is such a huge, important part because healing was a part of the atonement. So when you said yes to Christ, you said yes to healing. You received the healing in your body at that point. But see, when pastors are teaching you that you've got to work for things, hey, I look at it this way. Jesus worked for your healing one time and one time only, you know, through one man and one woman, well, one man, really, sin came into the world. That was Adam. And along with sin came his friend sickness. And along with his friend sickness came disease. And along with his friend came conditions. And with his friends came, um, what is another, another word for uh, symptom, you know, came symptoms. And so, but with one man's obedience, Okay, so one man's disobedience brought sin and sickness into the world. But by one man's obedience, he did away with sin, sickness, and death. Why is that so hard to believe? Well, for me, like I said, I thought I was crazy half the time. But for me, what that means is somebody's not teaching truth. Do you hear that? Somebody, whoever that is, in your life, it could be Joe Evangelist. It could be somebody on YouTube. Somebody's not teaching truth. Someone's not covering this. Now, I know that people say, well, you know, my, my strength is in, you know, uh, finances. My strength is in, you know, the love of Jesus. Well, there's no difference because it all started with one man's obedience to eradicate sickness and disease and death. Now you might be saying, what do you mean you're never going to die? No, that's not true. You're never, you don't need to die from a sickness or disease. And when you die, the death that you're thinking of is different from the death I'm thinking of. The death that I'm thinking of is just your body, but your spirit never dies. And you never have to leave this earth until you say you're going to leave this earth. Sickness and disease does not have, or it could, but it should not have power over you to decide when you leave this earth. That is wrong. That is wrong thinking. So by his authority working through us, we have the right to pray for people, to lay hands on the sick, to command sickness out of their body because it's him working through us. It's not him going, <sighs> breathing. So this scripture, Mark 18, or sorry, 16, 19 here says, I will give you the keys of heaven. I'm sorry, the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth and whatever you will be bound in heaven, whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. So you, <laughs> sorry, I keep talking. You have a lot to do with you. Do you understand the power on the inside of you? You know, you could curse yourself to death 
or you could praise yourself to life. Do you hear what I just said? You could curse yourself to death or you could praise yourself into life in a life that's even more abundant than you could ever even imagine or dream of. That's what the word says. So let's see here. Let's go. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Okay. This is good. All right. So in my studies this morning, like I said, I had my own idea and then God changed all that for me. So um, let's see. I'm going to keep this marker in here. So we have, oh, let's just go to, let's go to Romans 6, 4 through 14. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us were baptized into Christ Jesus, were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Do you understand that? Seriously. That is awesome. Uh, that goes with Romans 8.11. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Wow. So that was what I just read was Romans uh, 8.11. Yeah, 8.11. And, and then 6.4. Uh, through. Oh, wait, actually, I went... I started in the very beginning. Six one, uh, Romans six one, and I'm and I can keep reading now. Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. Or sorry, slaves, yeah, from sin. Now it would now if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, having been having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. So knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. What I love about that is, is that that one man's disobedience, I'm sorry, the one man's obedience did away, that one man's obedience did away with the sin and the, and the sickness and the disease and the conditions and the um, uh, syndromes and all of these things. By one man's obedience, all of this was done away with. 
knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. So what we're talking about is God is not going to send Jesus back into the world to do it again because the first time didn't take. Do you hear me on that? That is not true. That would never happen. Why? Because it took. And it just is a matter of us appropriating the word, understanding the word, knowing that this is truth. Let man, what let God be true and every man a liar. I'm serious. Let God's word be true and everybody else's word to lie. Even though it might become true. I say this, let God's word be true. God's word is true. That's why, you know, God might speak something to you and then you might hear that from somebody else. But the first thing is, is that it's God's word and it's true. Anybody else's opinion in this day and age, I'm sorry, I don't trust. Um, unless they are coming from the word, they're speaking the word. And let's face it, there's a lot of people out there that are speaking the word, but there's no fruit in their life that is showing that they're speaking the word. And I'm going to be honest about that. What is your fruit? And that does not mean that, oh, I'm still in this bed. That's not what I'm talking about. That is not what I'm talking about. What is the fruit of your mouth? What is the fruit of your words? Do not take this the wrong way and let the enemy start messing with you and say something dumb to you like, well, my, the fruit should be I should be out of this bed. The fruit should be I should be this or that. No. That doesn't gauge whether you're healed or not. He said you're healed. What I'm talking about is false prophets. People that are saying one thing, but they do something completely different. Meaning that, they, and, and here's the thing. That's why I love when I just named this. I thought I was crazy. Because when you are in a bed and your body's not moving, or you are in a mental hospital and you can't get out because of whatever, highly sedated or whatever it is, when you are uh, laying in bed with the flu or whatever, it doesn't even have to be the extreme. When you've got tumors hanging off of you and you say that by his stripes, I'm healed. Well, people look at you like you're crazy, but you're not crazy because you are speaking the truth the truth that the word of God gave us. So don't even go there because that would really mess you up. And that's not what I'm saying. What I'm telling you is you already are healed. You were healed when you sit. So healing was in the world 2000 years ago. There was access to it over 2000 years ago. When you became born again, you have access to it, just like anybody did before you. When they made a choice to accept and receive Christ in their heart is when they had that choice that they could accept the healing as well. But when your pastor or your leader at your church is teaching something different, you'll never know it. 
and I always say this, and it's so true. It's like that million dollar deposit box at the bank that there's a million dollars sitting on the inside of it. But you knew that you came like you just, okay. Oh, this is good. You just found out from what are those, um, what are those called when you find out ancestors.com or something like that, or like, I don't know, whatever they're called. I don't know. Cause I don't do those anyway, something in me, I forget. It doesn't matter. Um, but anyway, um, so like DNA and me or something, like that. I don't know why I keep going on that. But when you find out that, oh my gosh, I just found my parents or I just found my, my cousins or my aunt or my sisters or whoever, right? I just found my family and you found that they were extremely wealthy. And even though um, you didn't know them, they knew you and they set up a safety deposit box um, at the bank with your name on it. And all this, these years you had no clue because when you, when you found your family, no one told you. Interesting, huh? No one told you about this million dollars. It was there, but no one told you about it. So you've just been going along struggling your whole life when all this money was sitting in the safety deposit box. Was that a good analogy? <laughs> it's true though. Think about it. Oh my God, I didn't know I had all this. What? Same thing. That's what that was my response when I found the truth. When I literally was not settling for lies anymore and I found truth. I'm like, I what? I have I have access to all of it. Oh man, I was so excited. And I hope you are too, because that is what is owed to you. That was what was done for you. That is what's sitting on the inside of you. Let's activate it now in Jesus' name. Wow. Okay. So let's go, let's keep going on Romans 6. Uh, well, yeah, 6, 8. Now, if we die with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him or you. Um, for the death that he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. And that's what we do. Likewise, you also, hello, reckon yourselves. Uh, I just lost my place. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah. Likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Wow, 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 wow. That is awesome. And you need to get your highlighter out because that one is good. I just got this Bible a couple months ago, so I haven't finished highlighting all my favorite scriptures. But but man, I'm going to say it again because it's so good. So after he just said, uh, for the for the death that he died, he died to sin once for all, but the life that he lives, he lives to God. Likewise, you also. So likewise, you, all you people, all you wonderful healed people on this broadcast right now and 10 years from now, 
Reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body that you should obey it in its lusts. And do not, and, and I'll tell you what, what happens when it says that, do not let sin reign in your body, in your mortal body, that you should obey it in its lust. If you don't know this word, this is so true. And you've only been going on what someone else has been telling you, and you don't know the word for yourself. You really don't have a foundation in your heart. You've got a lot of information that was given to you, and you can, you know, memorize some, but maybe not all. But it's not literally sown on the inside of your heart. It's kind of out there, you know, flittering around, around in your head. But that's why we have got to get in this word and make it become our word. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body that you should obey its lust. And trust me, it is full of lust. And our minds, we just go, it's like the Pac-Man going after the, you know, the things. We just go, sin, sin, lust, 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 lust of the flesh, 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 flesh. It's all about the flesh. There, uh, and do not present your members as an instrument of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead. What did I just say? You are what? Alive from the dead. And your members as instruments of righteousness to God. Why? Because the minute you said yes to Jesus, you became the righteousness of God. You became the righteousness. You are right standing with the Father. You're not outstanding somewhere else. Like you're outside standing. <clears throat> watching looking in the in the window wait is that is that is that where all the believers live <laughs> no you are right standing with the father for sin shall not have dominion over you for you are not under the law but under grace okay we got to oh yeah that was it for that now let's go to 1 Corinthians 3:8 uh, yeah, let's go 318. Isn't this exciting? I hope you guys are just as excited as I am, because I really am. Um, God is so good. He blows me away every day. You know, whatever you are needing, just, just ask him. Just talk. Just talk to him. You know, a lot of times we don't talk and we're expecting. We don't even ask him anything. He says, ask and you will receive. You will hear. Seek and you will find. Knock and he will answer. Why are we not asking? Why are we not seeking? Why are we not knocking? Well, that that's what he said. So start doing it. That's as easy as you opening up your mouth, literally. Or you could write it on something. Or mouth it. Doesn't matter. Think it. But start doing it. Uh, let's see. Oh, I love this. So this is 1 Corinthians 3, 16, 18. Let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you seems to be wise in this age, let him become a fool 
that any that he may become wise. So good. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, the catch it. I'm sorry. He catches the wise in their in their own craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise that they are futile. Therefore, let no one boast in men, for all things are yours. Whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death or things present or things to come, all are yours and you are Christ and Christ is God's. Woo! 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 Gosh! Man, this is so great. This is just awesome. Boy, I'll tell you something. Just these few scriptures, we got another one too, 318, or not 318, but uh, two. Man, God is just so good. I can't even, oh my gosh, I can't even express. I hate, you know, like the word good is good, but there's a better word. Great, yes, the word great is great, but there's an even bigger word. What, how do you express the amazing Lord? I mean, gosh, how do you express the, the excitement and the joy? Boy, it's awesome. Let me tell you. So, First uh, Corinthians 2. And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come, and that's 2 1, did not come with excellence of speech or of wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Man, is that good. You know, that to me speaks when people come into churches and talk about other ways of getting healed. He says, but, uh, but, um, when I came to you, I did not come with excellence of speech or wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God. But I, for I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Man, that is, oh my gosh. I was with you in weakness, in fear, and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Oh, here comes my Bible thumping. Yes, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Woo! However, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rules, nor of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. Do you understand this? I'm going to read that again because it's so good. Um, however, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew. For they had, for had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Isn't that the truth? But as it is written, eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man 
the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has, I'm keep moving on now, this is 10. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man, except the spirit of man which is in him. Wait, for what man knows the things of a man, except the spirit of man which is in him. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. So that's why you need to ask the Holy Spirit for wisdom. You need to ask the Holy Spirit, what do I do in this case? What, you know, what do I do? Um, on a daily basis, me and my husband, with the things that God has called us to do, like our streaming platform called Oaxis Entertainment, we literally ask him every day and at night, like whenever we are together, we say, Lord, we thank you for your wisdom. We thank you for showing us what to do. We thank you for putting people in our life that we need to have in our life right now. We are constantly thanking him for everything and, and asking him for wisdom when it comes to certain things that are going on. Um, for what man knows the things of a man except of the, of the spirit of man which is in him even so no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God now we have received not the spirit of the world but the spirit who is from God that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God there you go that just backed it up these things we also speak not in words which man's wisdom teaches but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. God, I am just like gonna burst open. Wow. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. But he who is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. But who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have, finish this with me, guys, the mind of Christ. We do. And you can't do anything about it. You've got the mind of Christ. That's exciting. That is exciting. And, man, I'm going to tell you, there's a scripture, 1 Thessalonians 5.16. It says, this is the will of God. It's the last thing. The will of God is to, well, actually, I'm going to go there. First Thessalonians 5. And you guys go with me. Make sure that you're writing these scriptures down because, I mean, I know for me, if you're, you know, listening to this on the podcast, you can't, but you can type it into your phone. That's what I do. When I hear something, I'm like, ooh, ooh, I'll be on the treadmill and I'll literally stop the treadmill so that I could hear what was just, <laughs> what was just said. Um, so everybody talks about like, what's the will of God for my life? I need to know the will of God for my life. What's the will of God? The will of God, 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 the will of God. And nobody knows what it is. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. So 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 is, see that no one renders evil for evil to any, this is, I'm just giving you the scripture before. This is 15. See that no one renders evil for evil to anyone, but always pursue what is good, both for yourselves and for all. 
Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Now, write this down. First set, first Thessalonians 5 15. We're going to start at. See that no one renders evil for evil to anyone, but always pursue what is good both for yourselves and for all. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, there's nothing left out of everything. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Wow. All right. That's it for today. That's awesome. I'm sorry, but this was a good teaching. <laughs> if I don't mind saying so myself. Listen, I'm only saying what the Lord told me to say. Julianne on her own doesn't know any of this stuff. Julianne on her own wanted to do what Julianne wanted to do. And that was destructive. This is from the Lord. I never stop thinking about the Lord, not even for a minute. I have got the word in my face constantly. Why? Because there was a time when I thought I was going crazy. But Jesus, in his one act of obedience, completely set me free from all of it. So thank you guys so much. Remember, if you need prayer, you go to AWMI, <clears throat> and that would be for prayer. Let's see, where's my, my Angie Womack Ministries? Oh, here we go. There's your prayer line, 719-635-1111. That's always available to you 24-7. Anyway, you guys are so blessed. I'm blessed. We're all blessed. Love you so much, and we will see you next time on The Healing Journeys Today. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.